coming return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, preparing the people for the kingdom of heaven, preserving a posterity for the glory of God. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Key of David podcast, brought to you by the Watchman of the Wall Ministries. I'm your host, Charles, and I praise the Lord again today for the opportunity to represent him. It is my desire, it is my prayer that these podcasts are giving you something that will edify you, build you up, establish you in your holy faith for the days ahead, for whatever the enemy may launch at us from the bowels of hell, that you will be able to stand. And having done all to stand, the Bible says, and I believe with all of my heart that God has given me a mandate and he has given me this opportunity, this this ministry, this podcast to do that very thing, give you the ability to stand in this last days, to stand in the evil day against the enemy, to be strong in your faith, to not give up, not be discouraged, not lay down your cross, not give up this fight, not stop the journey that you're on. And I thank God that this is going to happen today. If you will not only hear the words that come from this podcast, but that you will take them and apply them to your life, then they will bear forth fruit. Then they will, they will accomplish what God has sent them out to do. While I'm welcoming you to the podcast, I want to welcome my partner in ministry, Scott. Scott, hello today. And how are you doing? I am just fine, Charles. It's good to be here once again on this on this podcast, this little ministry, I guess you could say, that the Lord is letting us do. It's just a wonderful time to be uh, speaking for the Lord and hearing his word and putting his word out. I can't wait to hear what he's going to say because, Charles, uh, whether the people believe it or not, a lot of times we're getting it just as fresh as they are. <laughs> we're hearing it for the first time, too, because right. we want the Holy Spirit to take over and use this podcast to hear what he's going to say. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm excited as well that I, I can't wait. Uh, last week's podcast was the beginning of the summary of the current series that we're on the pursuit of God. And I know that we had some apprehensions when we started that podcast last week, Scott of how we were going to bring it all together and make it make sense. But the Holy Spirit did a fabulous job, Scott, of taking what has been said in the last 12 weeks and tying it together and showing us that he has had a plan all along. And like you said, there's several times that we've got on the air or well, on the air, I'm talking about the good old radio days. <laughs> uh, I've been around that long. Um, but we get on these podcasts, we get on the internet, and we believe that God's going to use these, and and we don't know what's going to be said. We don't really know exactly. We always give the Holy Spirit the opportunity to speak and to lead it the way he would go, even if we have an outline, even if we have notes. We always do it with the understanding that his will supersedes our plans, and he might want to go a different route. And Scott, he did such a wonderful job last week, and I'm trusting he's going to do the same thing this week. He's going to tie it all together and give a wonderful little box with a bow on it of this series to the people 
so they can take it and run with it and it will establish them. Scott, um, before we get started, you know how I always want to give the Lord the opportunity to move, to give way to his Holy Spirit leading, to say a prayer for those that are listening. I know you've got some names written down that you want to call up before the Lord. And I know that makes a difference. So use that kingdom authority right now. Pray a prayer. Before you do, though, there's a verse that I want to read. Now, last week I opened the podcast with Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 4. And I explained that even while the Holy Spirit was leading the writers of Proverbs to share wisdom that you can use to walk in this life with, that every once in a while out of Proverbs, there would come up a verse, a statement about knowing God and about seeking his face. And uh, there's another one in Proverbs chapter 21, verse 20. And if you are reading it with your spiritual ears and eyes, if you're letting the Holy Spirit speak to you, you'll see this verse jump up out of all of the wisdom that's being shared. There's this verse that jumps up that entices the person to see There is a deeper walk with God. It states, there is a treasure to be desired and oil in the dwelling of the wise. And I love what it says. There is a treasure to be desired. Scott, God is the treasure. (laughs) He is the treasure to be desired. And oil in the dwelling of the wise. If you seek out this treasure that this writer of Proverbs is mentioning in this chapter, what it will do is it will put in your spirit an oil that will sustain you. You know, this, you know, the spiritual parable that Jesus shared about the five wise and the five foolish virgins and how the five wise virgins had an extra cruise of oil for the midnight hour that the, foolish virgins didn't where did that extra cruise of oil come from well proverbs 21 20 explains it that there's a treasure to be desired and when one seeks that treasure it produces in him an oil in the dwelling of the wise so there's wise virgins that have extra cruise of oil i want that extra cruise of oil scott I want to be ready in the midnight hour when the bridegroom calls not to be stumbling around in the dark like the foolish virgins, not to be able to find my way to the the bridegroom's home, but to be able to light my lamp, be assured that I have enough oil to sustain me in the dark hour and to make it home. And you do that by seeking the treasure that the writer of Proverbs is mentioning here, and that treasure is God. There is a treasure in seeking God, and it produces the oil that will sustain you in the last days. Scott, that's what what it's all about. That's what this series is all about. The pursuit of God is going to give you not only a wonderful relationship, but it's going to give you the oil that will sustain you in these last days. So pray for us, Scott, that we will hear with our spiritual ears, see with our spiritual eyes this journey that we're on, and that it will do what it's going to 
pro, what it's proclaimed to do in this scripture, and that's produce that oil that we need so much. Amen, amen. And I'm I'm just going to allude further, Charles, to that treasure, if you will. I'm gonna I'm gonna add to your piece of scripture, if you don't mind, another piece of scripture, because I just feel like today we've got to get the people that's listening to us from a canny stage to a he will stage. Yeah. There's there's a big difference there, folks that that, that are listening. I'm I'm sure some of you believe God can do anything, but we struggle with Willie, Woody, and and I, I've got to push you if I can that he will. Not only can he, but he yeah. will. I'm just I'm just that firm a believer, Charles, yeah. that I, I know I know what he can do. I know I've seen what he has done in, in times past and what he did then. He will do for you that's yeah. listening. That's yeah. that's the greatness. This is part of the treasure that Charles is speaking of. Let me let me give you just one more piece of scripture. I want this dig deep in your spirit. Let this let this sink in because this is you. I, God is talking to you in this last day. He's no longer talking to Peter. He's no longer talking to Paul. He's he's got those. They're on the other side with their reward. He's talking to you in this Amen. last day. Let me give you a little piece. And this, this is in Romans 8. Well, I hope this just burns in your spirit today. And it, I'm going to start at, uh, let me start at verse 10. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Amen. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit. That dwelleth in you. Now that's that's what I'm praying for today. For you that's listening on the other side, I'm praying for Charles. I'm praying for everyone. I want him to quicken you, and he can quicken you this morning. We do not have to serve a dead God in a dead religion with a dead book that does nothing but tell old tales. That's not who we're serving today. We are serving a live, risen Jesus Christ who is working in this last day and he's working in Charles on everyone who will listen to the words that are being brought out of this book. I'm just, I'm just encouraged. And I, I'm encouraged for you today that God is going to move. He's going to do it for you when we pray. Now you've got to get this in your spirit with me where two or more will touch and agree. It will be given. I'm trying to encourage you to agree with me today on this prayer. Whatever needs you're going through, whatever instance that you are going through, if you are a child of God, let it be understood that it is an orchestration that is going on in your life to mold you and shape you and make you a person who's walking with this power, this treasure that, that Charles is alluding to. There's so much more than this, but let me focus on that. There is a treasure. There is a power. There is a presence. There yes. is a fellowship with a, with a live risen Jesus that will quicken your mortal bodies. You'll feel the presence. You'll feel the power. I don't care what that dead pastor is telling you on TV. There is a power and a presence that you can walk in this morning. I got to get calm, Charles. Let me, let me get calm here. But, but there is a power and a presence that you can walk into, that you can dwell in. Listen, when Jesus was at the well with this woman, just quickly, when he's at the well, he told her, you know, this water here you drink of, you're going to get thirsty again. But I can give you some water. If you'll take a drink of it, you'll never thirst again. But you'll be walking around quenched 
And that's what I want you to get into. I think, Charles, that's what God is building in this last day. His vessels full of water, walking around where it's just overflowing. And they can't help themselves. Now, let me let me get to prayer. I, I'm, I'm just happy in the Lord today. I'm happy we're on the right side. We're on the winning side. I'm, I want to encourage you, folks. Charles, we got too much depression and worry and fear going on. CNN, MSNBC, everything that's going on. Joe Biden, put that out of your mind for a minute because we're on the winning side. We are serving a risen Savior. Things might look bad. Things might seem rough. But if I can just get you this morning to believe like the old prophet did when he prayed, Lord, open my servant's eyes and let him see who's for us. If God could just lift the veil for just a moment on your eyes and you see all the help that is with you today, the angels that are encamped about you that are helping you, you would shout, you would rejoice. And it is time, Charles, I believe, for us to lift up our feeble hands, stop, uh, getting under the willow tree and and just you know being in depression and worry and what oh lord help us we are in a wonderful time today if you will just believe now we're i'm I'm gonna bring this down we're gonna pray for these people and and i've got some people in my heart and i'm just gonna mention first names charles but you know who you are that we're praying and we believe god can move for you I'm, i'm praying for richard i'm praying for chris we're praying for Melissa today. We're playing, praying for Daniel. We're praying for Trey. We're praying for Angie. We're praying for Amanda. Now, I'm believing, and I know Charles feels the same way, way with me. He's in agreement that things are going to happen. Things are going to move. God is going to help yep. in this last day. And we're going to pray for this podcast. Now, you got to believe me. Give me. I'm asking you, give me everything you got on this prayer today if you're listening wherever you at you may be at work you may you may not be able to get off to a place at the moment and 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 really get into this prayer that's okay you pray the best that you can wherever you are right now but i want you to give me what you what you got all that you've got in this prayer and i promise you you're going to see things things happen if you will give me all your faith things will happen things will move father we thank you this morning We give you the the praise and the glory today for what you are doing in this last day. God, we thank you that you have made provision. Lord, we do not have to worry. We do not have to fear. We do not have to doubt when we are in your presence. God, and we need that treasure this morning, that treasure of the Holy Ghost, that treasure of your power, that treasure of your presence, because God, in your presence is fullness of joy. In your presence is peace. In your presence, there's no worry. There's no fear. God, and we want to be in your presence today. Lord, and I just pray for these people that we've called out today. You know the need. You know exactly where they're at. You know what they're going through. And God, I know what you can do. Most importantly, I know that you can do all things. I I know that this feeble prayer, you can answer with one wave of your hand. God, and I pray for these people right now, and I stand in the gap. God, you know what they are going through. And Lord, me and Charles are standing in the gap this morning, and we believe we stand in the gap and pray. And we believe that they, you are able to help them, whatever need it may be. Maybe it's financial. Maybe it's spiritual. Maybe it's physical. 
God, you can rebuke the depression. You can rebuke the fear. Lord, I'm asking a special prayer today that you fill them with your power. God, let them stand strong like Paul the Apostle. Lord, let them stand strong. Lord, like Noah working on that boat when nobody else believed them. Let them stand strong and fill them with your presence, God. I know you can do it this morning, and I know you will. God, most importantly, I know you will. I know they're going to walk away from this prayer a different person. There are things that are going to happen in their life. And God, I just pray that you give them peace in their spirit right yes. now. I pray that the Holy Spirit would just come to these people and everyone who's listening to this podcast, that peace enter their soul right now and strength enter, the, enter their soul right now. Charles and I rebuke the enemy. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke any spirits of fear. I rebuke any spirits of depression. I rebuke any spirits of worry. I rebuke any spirits of doubt in the name of Jesus. And I command you by the authority of the Holy Ghost to leave and go from their lives in the name of Jesus. And God, we thank you today, God, that these prayers are going to be answered. I thank you for this podcast, God, that you're going to take over. Lord, you're going to fill Charles's mouth. Lord, you're going to let him speak and the unction and authority of the Holy Ghost. And God, you're going to minister to your people. Lord, we took the time today to just make a boat. This is kind of what we did, Lord. We've made a little boat for, to be pushed off of shore so you can stand and minister to the people. That's what this podcast is today. And Lord, we pray that you minister and move in a mighty and a special way. And God, we give you the praise and the glory for all this. We know it's done, not because of anything we do, but because we know you can and you will. And we amen. give you the praise and glory for it all in Jesus' name. And amen. 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 Thank you so much, Scott, for that prayer. Thank you, listener, for joining your faith with ours. It makes a difference when you believe. Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible. And I am believing with Scott and listener. I'm trusting that you're believing with Scott and myself that God is going to move in these situations. Scott, today is the second part of the summary of what we've been doing. For the, We've been on a journey for the last 12 weeks, a journey that will lead us to the foot of the throne of God. And I'm not talking waiting until we get to the other side, but I am saying that if we pursue God the way that God has taught us these last 12 weeks, then we will be taken up higher and brought in deeper with God than we have ever been before. And that's what God desires. It's got that treasure that I alluded to, that treasure that you prayed about. It's all about knowing him. And that's what this series has been about. Now, before I get started, I want to encourage those that are listening not to allow yourself to think that these two last two podcasts or the summary of this series is enough to build your life upon. You need, and I urge you to go back and listen to every one of these podcasts regarding the pursuit of God. It's one of the longest series that we've had, but it's been powerful. It's been it's educational. It's been informative. It's been spiritual. It's been wonderful on this journey. Scott, my life has increased through this series. 
my joy, my peace, my determination to get on this journey of seeking God. I know when I was a young man, Scott, I desired to know God, and I prayed, God, show me your ways. Let me learn from you. Let me know who you are. And the Holy Spirit anointed my life, and he began to speak to me out of the scriptures and through prayer and began to reveal intimate things about the Father to me. The Bible declares that the only one that knows the heart of God is the Spirit of God mm-hmm. and whom he reveals the heart of God too. So I know that Scott has mentioned the Holy Spirit several times in his prayer, and there is a reason for this. It's because you can only go so far through your efforts. Yes, when you start this journey of pursuing God, you do it through prayer, through Bible study, through going to church, through service to God by serving others. And there are lots of things you can learn about God and the ways of God by doing those. But there is a level of intimacy that God wants you to experience that you cannot experience with your own efforts. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to sum up what God has been sharing with us these last 12 weeks. But I urge you, go back and listen to each one of these episodes. They will increase your faith. They will give you the journey that we've been on. They will take you higher and deeper than you ever thought possible. Scott, just to review one more time what we're talking about, the pursuit of God, Our main scripture comes out of the book of Philippians, chapter 3. This is Paul in his later years. Now, we're talking about a man who experienced God in a vision. Jesus appeared to him on the road to Damascus, and he saw dreams and visions. He wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. He had miracles done. He, through his ministry, saw the power of God absolutely evident in his life and in the life of others. And yet he came to a time in his life where he knew there were more that the highest calling on his life was to get him to know God. And it states that I'm going to read these scriptures just for the sake of reading them one more time for this series, Philippians chapter three, verse uh, starting at verse 10 that I may know him, the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering and be made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain to the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained or either already were perfect, but I follow after that. I might apprehend that for which I am also apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have already apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You see, Paul called it a prize. He said, I press, or we can use the word pursue. I pursue to, I pursue the mark for the prize, Paul said. And if we remind ourselves that word pursue means to charge at with intent to capture. Mm. Scott, God has been taking us on a journey for these last 12 weeks. He wants a person to be captivated and to capture his heart. 
And I want the listener to start this journey if they haven't or continue on this journey if they have to capture God's heart, to be captivated by the wondrous treasure that is God through his son, Jesus, through the fellowship of his Holy Spirit to reach a level that they cannot reach in themselves. And Scott, we talked about this last week. We stopped at the fifth episode. And I just want to remind the people the titles of the episodes. We started with the first one, Becoming Unshakable. We moved on to Invitation to Restoration. We talked about the third one, Playing the Harlot. The fourth one, Cost of Discipleship. The fifth one, All About the Heart. And we, for time constraints, had to stop there. But it was the Holy Spirit, Scott, that was taking us through this journey. He tied it all together. And we started out with the first five, which are the five episodes that explain you making a decision, listener, to place yourself on a journey of knowing God more and doing the same thing that Paul did, beginning to pursue that prize. Mm-hmm. But you run into a wall. <laughs> Scott, it happens to everyone who begins this journey. There is a difference in the sanctified holiness that you can reach with your dis- disciplined efforts in God, following him through his word, through prayer, through fasting, through going to church, through serving God by serving others in his kingdom. You learn so much, you go so much, and then you reach an apex where you can't go any higher until something occurs. And Scott, we begin to talk about that, something that must occur in a believer's life in episode six of this series, which is called A Beautiful Gift. Now, you went straight to the scripture, Scott, and I couldn't have asked for any better confirmation. But before I got this, before we had started today on this podcast, I was preparing the scriptures that the Lord had laid on my heart. And he took me straight to Romans. And he took me straight to Romans chapter 8. And starting at verse 10, and you said it yourself. <laughs> and you read it already, but I'm going to read it again. It says, if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. So that speaks of the work of salvation, Scott. Yes. When a believer becomes born again, they are allowing the spirit of Christ to come in And bring back to life that spirit that died when Adam sinned against God in the garden. Man was made a triune being in the image of God, Scott. He had a body, he had a soul, he had a spirit. But when Adam sinned against God, Adam and Eve, the spiritual part of man died. And the fellowship that Adam once knew was gone from God and himself that can no longer fellowship in the spirit. And Jesus came to restore that spirit that died in man so that we can once again have fellowship with God. And when a believer accepts Jesus as their personal savior and accepts that Jesus died on the cross, was buried and resurrected, the spirit of Christ moves in and rejuvenates, regenerates, resurrects that spirit that died 
and they become a new creature. But verse 11 says, but if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies. Now, Scott, you mentioned it in your prayer. You said, I want you to be quickened, listener. Yeah. Yeah. When you look up that word in the original text, quicken, it means to empower. Mm. God wants you to be empowered, listener. He wants to take you to a level of holiness that you cannot get on your own. That's what six, the episode six, a beautiful gift was all about. Scott was once a person starts the journey of pursuing God and they have reached that sanctified holiness that is, that is achieved through efforts of a, dis, a disciplined life of following Christ's teachings, prayer, Bible study, fasting, service to God through his kingdom. They become sanctified and holy to God to a certain level. But then God wants to take them to a consecrated holiness that cannot be achieved through the efforts of man, Scott. It yes. happened on the day of Pentecost. Jesus told his followers to tarry in Jerusalem to they be what empowered by God be taken to a level of holiness that a believer cannot achieve on their own. Scott, we have so many listeners, so many people that are living a Christian life that they are doing the best they can. They are reading their Bible. They're praying. They're, they're going to church. They're paying their tithes. They're following the teachings of Jesus but they still haven't reached that consecrated holiness because they've neglected one thing in their life that is so vital. And uh, this is where we warned everyone that we might be sounding denominational, that we might be promoting a certain denomination. But Scott, even that denomination limits yep, the yep. journey and the pursuit of God. So we want to take those listeners up higher and deeper than they could have ever have gone before. And it's done by being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost is the beginning of a real intimate life and relationship with God. Scott, without it, there is no real intimacy. Without uh -uh. it, there's no consecrated holiness. Without it, the listener will only be able to reach a certain level of yep. pursuing God, and then they will be stymied. It will stagnate. It will stop. And we have so many Christians today who have reached a sanctified holiness, but they have refused for traditions, for fear, mm -hmm. for denominational beliefs. They refused the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and the gift of the Holy Spirit, and they can't go any higher. They can't go any deeper. That's what number six was all about. What did you take away from episode six? Oh, uh, every, everything you just said, uh, I took away from this episode. It, it, I, where to begin, Charles? This, this is a subject, as you full well know, is near and dear to my heart, and and. Yeah. Uh, I wish I wish to God he'd let us have a few podcasts on just this alone, because it's that important what you're saying. Uh, it's it's been denominationalized out of certain churches. 
there are certain denominations. Oh, I love the name names, but I'll be nice today. That, that will tell you, you get all, when you get saved, you get everything. That, that's it. There's nothing else to grab for, There's nothing else to attain. You've also got denominations who've misaligned this with some kind of visceral, uh, physical only kind of thing. And it's, it's misaligned and it's misinterpreted and misused and dare I say abused in other yeah. denominations. And, and we've walked away from, from this truth. I, I'm just, I'm about to go nuts again. I can feel it beginning to burn in my spirit. So yeah. I got to be calm. But, but Charles, we, it, it, I got to stay here. We, when you're on this pursuit that we're encouraging these people to go after, the, this pursuit of an intimate fellowship with Jesus, I mean a personal, deep, calling to deep inside your soul experience, that you've got to pass this way. You know, Charles, in Romans 6 and 7, it, it outlines, if you'll read those whole chapters, it outlines a person going after God, if we can use it this way, going after God in their own pursuits. They're, they're cutting this off and stop doing that, and not talking this way. And, and, and they're, they're trying in their own pursuit with their own strength to get to Jesus. And then he runs into a wall because he begins to see the futility of his power. In, in us, Charles, we do not have the power and the strength to do this and he cries out at the very end oh wretched man that i am who can deliver me from the body of this death because all i see is just depression and and anxiety and fear that i'm gonna screw up and mess up on god while i'm trying to get this going on ah! but then he come to roman 8 thank you thank you jesus for romans 8 for he says there is no condemnation to them that are in christ jesus who walk not after the spirit but after the flesh and then you see a Paul, the apostle, who is infused with power, and he's, yeah. he's got strength, and, and he's hearing the Lord like he's never heard before, and he's seeing wonders that he's never saw before, and he's feeling things he's never felt before. A whole new world, <laughs> if I could quote that, I hope that song don't get in your head, but a whole <laughs> new world comes before you that opens up. Charles, you just quoted it. No man can know the spirit, the, the heart of God, save the spirit of God. No man can know the, the intimacies, the intricacies, the, the, the things that God has in store unless a man walk into that presence and be enveloped in it, be uh, baptized in it. And, and Charles, this is one of the most, I dare say, one of the, the most important thing is yeah. it's it's been it's been talked out of the church it's been denominationalized if i'm saying it right out it's been talked against and spoke against but charles we're here today as you so eloquently put we're here today to tell you you must have this you need this charles yeah. what was one of the first orders of business in the old testament he's all through the whole bible but what one of the first orders through the Old Testament, as soon as God delivered the people out of Egypt, one of the first orders of build, uh, business was to build a place where this presence, the power of the Holy Ghost, remember the Holy of Holies thing? Remember that? That was one of the first orders of business that God instituted because with, without him, how can we have full fellowship? Without him, how can we do it? And, and it's one of the first orders of business. I, I, I Everything that you said, I brought away. <laughs> I'm trying to be calm with this, but it, it's really near and dear to my heart.
Yes. Well, Scott, you're going to get your wish. You said you wish that we could spend some time on uh, or or develop some episodes strictly about the Holy Spirit and the indwelling power that he brings. Lord willing, I believe that after this Pursuit of God series, God is leading us to another series on the person and ministry of the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. It has been misunderstood, misrepresented, abused, and misused. And uh, I know that we have a lot of people that are listening, and some maybe Pentecostal people that have cheered us up to this point because we brought up the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I want to say, yes, I believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I believe in the gifts of the Holy Ghost as spoken about in first Corinthians chapter 12, but I do have something to say to the Pentecostals who have been (laughs) baptized in the Holy Spirit. You have only began an intimate journey with God. (laughs) You have not reached the end. And Scott, that's another misrepresentation that we're going to talk about in the next series is people receive a physical, visceral experience with God when they're baptized in the Holy Spirit and they experience that indwelling power. And then they think that they've reached the apex of their journey and they don't realize that that's only the beginning of the intimacy with God. Yeah. Yes. Um, Paul put it this way. He said that I may know him in the power of his resurrection. That's the baptism. And then the fellowship of his suffering. That's where you start to go on a new journey, Scott, Mm -hmm. a new journey with God. That was the next one we spoke about. Episode seven, the prize of suffering. Mm. Scott, there is no true fellowship with God without experience christ through his suffering and jesus said if you suffer with me you will reign with me i know that the suffering of jesus is a subject that no one wants to talk about there is a suffering through the pursuit of god that will occur you cannot stand against the enemy of this world and not expect to be attacked God allows the person who has made up their mind to pursue the treasure that is God, who has decided to begin this journey of pursuing an intimate relationship. It places that person on a road of suffering. They will experience suffering never to the level that Jesus did on the cross, but you will be familiar with suffering in some form or fashion, Scott. It will mm-hmm. occur, and it is designed to dash, destroy your identity and replace it with Jesus's identity. It is designed to make sure that his desires, his wants, his needs, his wishes are superseding those of your own life, Scott. When someone becomes born again, it begins them on a journey to the cross. And a lot of people want to live at the foot of the cross Uh because of of what Jesus achieved for us. He He wiped away all the sin. He wiped away all the shame. He wiped away all the the things that we are guilty of 
when we were born into this world. And so many people want to live at the foot of the cross because it is a nice, comfortable place to live. But there are few that take the journey from the cross to the grave and experience the power of his resurrection and be indwelling indwelt by his spirit. And we talked about that, but in episode seven, we said there's yet a farther place to go. And that's the fellowship of his suffering. And that's where the true marks of sonship begin. That's mm -hmm. where you've separated Scott. That's where the Pentecostal people fell in so many ways to take the believer is after they're baptized and born again and they experience that indwelling of the power of God, they don't explain that this is where the Holy Spirit and his indwelling power are going to take you. You are going to be fellowshipping with God through your suffering. And it is needful. It is necessary. And it's not to be shunned. It's not to be avoided. It's not to be Attend, you know, you should not attempt to escape the suffering, but to embrace it and see what God wants to bring out of it in your own life, Scott. What did you get from episode seven? Well put again, sir. Um, the, the fellowship of his sufferings, I, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. We just went over that. And now we're into the fellowship of his sufferings. Yep. And, and Charles, there's a mainstream preacher on TV again. Now I'll be nice today and not name names, but there's a mainstream preacher on TV right now. You can get your fill of that. If you want, he'll sit you right down at the cross and you'll stay there. But yep. that is a stagnated relationship. Just, just as you've been saying, that is a stagnant relationship. God is a God of constantly moving forward. One of his many attributes that we've been trying to go uh, through and over is he's a God of moving forward, Charles. And he's not going to let you stay at the cross. You've got to go that way, but he's not going to let you stay there. You've got to make that journey to the empty tomb, and then you've got to make that journey to the upper room. And, and Charles, it's wrong of us to try to make that a doctrine of staying right there under the foot of the cross. And I, I loved how we, we kind of answered. We kind of answered. Uh, I'm going to bring out something that's probably, uh, it might make some people angry. But, you know, you constantly hear, why do good things happen to bad people? Or, or why do bad things happen to good people? I said that backwards. Why do bad things happen to good people? Why do these things must be? And, and Charles, as you so eloquently put, well, the short answer is we got an Adam nature and a devil loose. That's the short yeah. answer. Yeah. Okay, but but God and, and the Pentecostals, let me say this, the, the Pentecostals that want to say, oh, your Holy Ghost filled now, nothing's ever going to touch you. Oh, man, you're just a rock that everything's going to fall off of you like beads of water. And I love what you just said, that one of the things the Holy Spirit will lead you to is a time of trials and a time of, and of, of these things of suffering. It must yeah. needs be. It has to happen, Charles, for us to get away from our Adam fallen poisonous nature and into a relationship with god that's intimate and pure we must go this way it must work its work it must have its way to separate yeah. that poison out of us and the simple fact that there's a devil loose that wants to kill steal and destroy you that's you're the right. short answer and and charles i love how you're how you're saying we've got to go this way there's a fellowship in jesus there's a facet of understanding God that you're not going to get any other way. Yeah. 
And my goodness, is it wonderful to, to, to I, I know a lot of people might be saying, what's he talking about? But if you've experienced something, if you've went through something and you hear at the beginning of how good Jesus is and how faithful Jesus is, they're just <laughs> words when you first hear them. But when you go through something that's that's hot and fiery and hard and, and it feels like it's going to kill you. But at the end, there's the Lord helping you through all of it, taking care of you. You, you. you just went through a fellowship that you could never, ever attain any other way. And, and ah, you've got to go back and listen to this podcast. You have got to go back and listen to this. There, yeah. There's so much more we could speak on this. And I know we got to move on, but I got the same thing, sir. Yes, I did. <laughs> Amen. God, he's doing it again. Uh, the Holy Spirit is tying these things together. We would not have been a true minister or a true leader in God's kingdom if we had not been open and honest about what a believer is going to experience if they decide to start pursuing God on an intimate level, it does take you through suffering. It does. Yes. And it's required. And I don't have all the answers on why, but I can tell you that suffering takes you places that you cannot experience. If everything that you touch turns to gold and God answers all your prayers and everything works out just fine. You won't learn things that you need to learn. You won't experience God in an intimate level except through suffering. And it takes your identity out of you and begins to replace it with the identity of Jesus Christ, which is what God is doing all along is making you into the image of Jesus. And we had to be honest with the listener. We had to tell yeah. them that if you pursue God, this is going to happen. This is going to occur and you must embrace it, which brings us to episode eight, becoming a friend of God. Scott, mm. This is where it even begins to separate the people even more. You know, all of us, it says whosoever will can come to cross and accept Jesus and be saved. Whosoever believes will be saved. But this journey of intimacy begins to narrow the way even further. It begins to bottleneck those people who are following God from a relationship of only being the sheep of God to being the servants of God. Jesus told the disciples, no longer do I call you servants, but now I call you friends. He was speaking to the twelve. He wasn't speaking to all the people who followed him. Jesus had many followers, but only 12 disciples. And then of those 12 disciples, he narrowed it even more, Scott. Yep. He took three aside, James, John, and Peter, and he took them in further and deeper than the other nine disciples. And as we pursue God, it begins to separate people because the price of suffering might become too strong for them. And we were encouraging them. What happens at the end of this journey is so much pre more precious than anything you will give up. I know that a lot of us feel like we've been 
you know, sometimes in our lives, you know, and I've said this before, Scott, and I'll say it again. You can't truly love God until you've been mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I have been, there's been several times in my life where I was angry with God and I felt like he was asking too much or taking too much or, or that it cost too much. And thank God I held on and didn't give up and didn't give in to the pressure of wanting to leave and saying it costs too much. It's too hard. I don't want anything to do with God anymore because he takes too much from me. He asked too much of me, but because I held on, I became a friend of God. And there are very few people in the Bible, Scott, that reach this level. Abraham was called a friend of God because of his relationship with God, his intimacy with God. He left everything that he knew to pursue God in his late years. Noah was a friend of God. And because of that, God saved Noah and his family from the flood. There have been several times in the Bible, Scott, that people who have decided to go in deeper, to come up higher, have experienced God on a level that not everyone gets to. And mm. we had to be honest in this podcast saying that there are levels of relationship that not every Christian is going to experience, that there are going to be Christians. Jesus said it this way. He said that some ground brought up you know, seed that was 30-fold, some 60-fold, and some 100. There are levels of relationship, and there are going to be people that run a race, and we compared it to the Olympics. There are going to be some people that run a race with God that results in a bronze medal. There are going to be some people that run a race in the pursuit of God that results in a silver medal. And then there are going to be some people that run a race, Scott, that result in a gold medal. But as these medals become more pure, so does the fire that burns in your spirit. And it purifies you. It takes you up higher. It gets you to a level where you can become a friend of God. And that, Scott, is the true prize, is that close, intimate relationship with God that not everyone will answer that call, but those who have the ingredient, the, the heart, the desire, the want to that was placed in their heart by the Holy Spirit and an answer that call. Scott, what do you remember from becoming a friend of God? I, again, it was this, it was the same things that you were mentioning here. Um, I, I was listening to the, the friendship part and, and the call and, I just hope that the people that are listening, you know, if, if what Charles is saying is resounding in your spirit, if it's beginning to burn and correct me, Charles, if I'm wrong on this podcast, we, we kind of said it this way. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. But uh, you're mentioning, you know, all this stuff. And if you people that are on the other side that are listening to this podcast, and it's beginning to burn in your spirit yeah. and it's beginning to resonate in your spirit and you, you're beginning to feel a call in your soul that says, yeah, I, I want that. Then, then the good news is, is you're one of those that he's calling. This this message is designed for you. Like, exactly. like you just said, Charles, that he will begin a weeding out process, if I can say it that way. And, and there are some that are designed for a bronze medal, some designed for, for uh, a silver medal. 
but those that are designed for the gold, these, these, you that's listening, <laughs> and th- this is the wonderful thing of this revelation in this podcast, is I- I'm afraid you're not going to hear this in your local church. Sad to say. I'm afraid you're not going to hear this. They used to preach it. This ain't a new doctrine, by the way, but uh, we, we walked away from it. But if it's resounding in your spirit, then, then God is calling you. Yeah. That's you, sir. That's you, ma'am, that he's calling to. That, that burning you're feeling in your spirit's not you. I, th- I think that's what we were trying. One of the things we were trying to do was get them to understand that you don't inherently want to do this. The, the nature in us does not inherently want to do this. But right. if you're feeling that burning, that's, that's God calling into you ma'am and sir and your spirit to come up to this level and what a friendship that is i think we brought out in that podcast also charles again correct me if i'm wrong but you know when you reach this level god begins to tell you things he don't tell everybody else he begins to show you things that he don't show everybody else largely because they don't want it they don't care but you are different you that feel this burning and this calling you're different you want it you want to get more you want to get all there is and, and Charles, it would get to the place where even though he was going to judge all the cities of the plain in the Bible, he was going after Sodom and Gomorrah to see what was going on. And to judge those cities, he stops by Abraham's lowly little tent yep. in the plain. And, you know, and, and that just, it just amazes me. Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Don't you want a fellowship like that where yeah, God man. speaks to you and it's, it's deep calling to deep. Well, I could get into this, but I'll pull back. I'll pull back. But I, I think the thing that really resonated with me in the podcast to answer your question is listen to what the call that's coming out of this podcast. And if it's burning in you, if, if it's resounding in you, if you're feeling something raising up going, boy, I'd like that, then that's yeah. you. Mr. Gold Medal, Mrs. Gold Medal, that's you. Please answer the call. I, I think that's what I took away from it. Amen. And you did it again, Scott. Just like last week, the Holy Spirit has built a bridge to the next episode, which was one of my favorites in this series, Get Out of the Boat. Mm, and, yes. And I remember this one distinctly. We talked about the, the bottleneck again getting more narrow that God called, you know, Jesus had many people following him, but then he had 12 disciples that walked with him. And then of those 12, he had three that walked even closer. And then of those three, one night there was a storm and the disciples were in the boat and they were struggling to get to the other side. And the wind was blowing and the waves were roaring. And they saw someone walking on the water. (laughs) (laughs) And then when they realized it was the Lord, Peter said, Lord, if it is you, bid me come. And Jesus said, come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water. Now, Scott, he was the only one that got out of the boat. He was the only one that we know of, of the 12, that experienced something with Jesus that no one else can claim. I don't know of anybody else that has walked on the water. Amen. Other than Jesus and Peter. And we knew at the time that this episode happened that there were many that wanted 
and started this journey with us, they began to experience the sanctified holiness. They pressed forward. They may even have experienced the consecrated holiness. And we told them to keep pushing higher, come up higher, go in deeper. There is more. And just like Peter, they could come out of the boat and be separated even more from the other people who were following God to go in deeper, to experience more of an intimate relationship. And we wanted them to be encouraged not to give up and not to be, you know, not to be like the other 11 who stayed in the safety of the boat and Peter brave enough, hungry enough for God desiring to be where Jesus was to the point where he got out of the boat, walked on the waves and faced the the trials and the temptations in the world and the, the wind and the waves and walked to Jesus and experienced something that not many people would. And Scott, we encouraged them, get out of the boat, yep. take that next step in your journey of pursuing God don't give up. Don't give in to the to the mediocre Christianity of today's world and today's church. Don't live under the cross. Don't be satisfied with just experiencing the physical, visceral, emotional state that you got when you got baptized in the Holy Spirit. But go up higher. Come in deeper. There is a walk with God that transcends even that. And Peter answered the call. And Scott, we can answer the call too. But Scott, it goes to reinforce that those people who have that special ingredient, I call it the God particle. Mm -hmm. There is a God particle that's not in every heart that will answer the call of intimacy. And those people who are listening to this podcast know who they are. And it will awaken in them a, a fire that isn't in everyone and not everyone we knew Scott, not everyone would pursue God to the level that we are calling. Not everyone had this ingredient. Not everyone would respond, but those people who would, we were encouraging them because it does get tougher. It does get more fearful to, to get closer to God, like a moth drawn to a flame. It gets hotter but it's such a rewarding experience, Scott, to come in deeper. What did you get from out of the boat? Oh, this, this podcast. I could listen to this podcast over and over. <laughs> this, uh, Charles, do you agree with me? Is when the, when the Holy Ghost brought out that scene of them in the boat and him walking on the water, is that not the culmination of every podcast? Just, yeah. just enacted out right there in that scene. Every podcast broken down that we've done in this series is in that scene. You've got the winds and the waves and the storms that <laughs> constitute the, the trials and the tribulations. We warned them about in that other podcast, right? There it is. We, we see the people in the boat that are, are scared. The, the Bible records they're afraid and we've warned them about fear be, being a part of their life and trying to get a hold of them and stopping them in the relationship of God. And they've, they've got, you've got the whole scene right there. And I love what you said. There's only two people recorded that ever walked on water, a, a physical impossibility. It's against the laws of physics for you to be able to do something like that. But two right. people recorded have been able to do so Jesus and Peter, because he dared to believe. And, and think about this for a minute. 
in the storm is where the call came. Now, see, I, I think about this when we're talking about trials and persecutions and, and strange things that's going to come on these people we're talking about. They're probably already feeling it. The, the strange trials, the crazy things that come out of nowhere, the, the, the stuff that just it feels like total chaos coming at your life to drag you down. That's the storm. But, but there was one in that boat that kept his eyes on Jesus and wanted him so bad that he said, if this is you, tell me to come to you. You know, and, and it's like Peter's proposing a way to make sure it's Jesus. Lord, if that's really you, then show me an impossibility. And, and Jesus is like, come on. And, and in the storm and in the trial, you know, in that persecution, in that trouble is the call, one of the greatest calls. We've got to go through that way of suffering, that way of temptation, and that way. And if we answer the call, we're going to hear and see great and wonderful things that we never thought were imaginable, you know, and, and it's just all right there. I could see it. I know I'm, I am horribly uh, telling this. I don't feel like I'm doing it justice, but I, I just seen everything that we talked about in all these podcasts in this series right there. And, and for me, that last podcast was time to get out. You've heard every podcast You've agreed to every one of these podcasts. You've agreed to this call. Now it's time to get out of the boat and start walking on the water because guess what? It don't have to be just Jesus and Peter that were the only two. I think I think the Lord would like to call people still today if we would just believe and answer the call. Would you agree with that? Amen. And that brings the cap to the series, Purified as Gold. Um, God took us on a journey, Scott, and it's – it started with unshakable faith. It ends with being purified as gold. Yeah. This is the prize, my friend. This is what drove Paul to write what he wrote in Philippians chapter three. I press or I pursue the mark of the prize. Paul knew what the prize was. Peter knew what the prize was. God and his intimate, his heart. I said it last week and it bears repeating that when you begin to pursue God, what you're actually asking for is God to open his heart to you, to reveal mm. to you his characteristics, his attributes, what makes him the way he is, who he is. Becoming personal and intimate with God is a journey that keeps giving. You will never reach an end to this journey. It will, it will, it will, push you forward it will drive you up higher you will never reach an apex i'm i'm against any gospel that puts a cap on the journey i'm yeah. against any gospel that says you can go this far and no more i'm against any message that is promoted in the name of jesus that tells you that you've reached the limit and you can go no further because according to this pursuit, you press. Paul said, I forget those things which are behind. I press on. Paul had experiences that he could have dwelt on. He had mountaintops he could have lived on. He had experiences in his life where he could have said, this is as good as it gets. And I'm going to stay right here. But he knew there was more. And being purified as gold is God calling those people who will dare to believe, like you said, and get out of the boat 
to come up higher, to go in deeper, to continue this pursuit. Scott, we can only give them the roadmap. We yep. can only give them the tools and the resources. I want to say this emphatically and earnestly to those that are listening. This series is designed to motivate you and give you the direction and the beginning of this journey of pursuing God in an intimate relationship with him. But it by no means is the end all be all of the journey. You will be taking to levels that Scott and I have yet to experience. You yep. will be told secret things, but from God that he has not shared with me and Scott, because God wants to have that intimate personal relationship with you. There are things that he wants to tell you, listener, that he doesn't want to tell anyone else. There are things about yourself you will discover no other way except with an intimate relationship with God. And it is a journey that never stops. And Scott, as we bring this pursuit of God to a close, what would you say to the listener that, shows them that expresses to them that we can give them the tools necessary. We can give them the resources. We can give them the roadmap. We can give them the direction, but they must pursue God for themselves. This is an intimate journey. This is a personal one. It's not something that anyone else can take you on. You have to go there. You have to go there yourself. Well put, sir. I, I, I don't want to undo any of that you just said. I mean, uh, a marriage of three people is a crowd. <laughs> I think we were talking about this uh, off mic here before we started. Uh, Jesus is not in a marriage of three. He's in a marriage of two, you and him. And just, just like you said, this podcast, this series, the Pursuit of God series, was all it was designed to do, really, if I can simplistically bring it down. All it was designed to do was to wake you up, listener, and, and tell you, no, it's not what your denomination's saying. No, it's not what your good little church on the corner is saying that is limiting God's ability to have an intimate relationship with you. Uh, sadly, today's denominations do nothing but limit God's ability and That's power. Right. That's what they do. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not trying to make you mad. I'm sorry if it does. But I'm telling you the truth. Today's denominations, today's ministers, today's movements want to limit what God can do. And I think God designed this podcast series, The Pursuit of God, to open up your mind that you can walk on water still. To open up your mind that there is a journey that you can go on, that your local pastor don't even know what you're talking about and think you're crazy for doing it. But there is a journey of understanding and an intimate relationship. Charles, how about this? I'm I'm struggling here to to try to put this into a small sentence. But but how about this? There's an intimacy that you share with your spouse in your marriage, in your relationship that goes into the bedchamber. You don't talk about it at work. You don't say these things out loud. It's a special thing between you and your spouse that you share a naked openness that is there, a a, a becoming one in the consummation of that relationship in the bedchamber. And that's exactly 
What God is trying to lead a group of people to do is to get that intimate, to get that close, to get that powerful, to get that anointed, to get that close. And it's a never-ending journey. I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm, I don't want to undo what you said, but I'm going to say this. You're talking about uh, you hate any kind of movement of God that puts a cap on, on yeah. it. I, I totally 100% agree with you. Absolutely. Any doctrine that puts a cap on what God is able to do, run from that thing, get away yeah. with it, get away from it, throw it in the trash, whatever you got to do, because I'm going to tell you this, even when we make it to heaven, you, you think there's an end to this journey here? No. Even when we make it to heaven in these ensuing ages of uncountless time, God's going to be unfolding himself and showing himself things for ages on end and time on end, new things and, and things. There is no end to this God that we serve. So I, I believe, Charles, if, if I could say this, don't listen to what your friends tell you. Don't listen to what your pastor's telling you. Don't listen to what that slick-haired, shiny-shoe preacher on TV's telling you that it's just this much and that's it. No farther. There is a God unlimited that Amen. wants to show himself to you. And if you are able to get out of the boat, if you're able to just poke that toe into that water and get out of the boat and dare to believe, You'll see and hear and feel things and in intimacy that you never were thought possible. I, I, I don't know if I did that justice, but I tried. You did a great job, Scott. I want to ask the listener one more question before I have you pray. Listener, God wants to know you face to face. Yes. Would you like to know God face to face? Amen. Face to face is the ultimate treasure the ultimate access god wants to share his heart with you but it takes a journey a pursuit a heart likened unto the heart of david the heart of moses the heart of peter the heart of paul it, it will require everything of you but it is the most rewarding journey that you can ever begin i hope you have began that journey i hope you have started I hope this pursuit series has caused you to make a decision to begin this journey. If not, I urge you start a journey of pursuing God today. Put it in your heart and in your mind that you want to know God face to face, that you begin to walk toward God. I told you there was a difference in walking toward God walking with God and walking in God. Mm, the, pe good. the people who knew Jesus and followed Jesus, the people who were fed with the fish and the loaves, they walked toward Jesus. They walked toward God. The 12 disciples, they walked with God. Some of them even walked in God after the day of Pentecost. Mm -hmm. I want you to walk in God. I want mm -hmm. you to get to a level where you know him intimately, that God is sharing his heart with you and you're sharing your heart with him. And it becomes a relationship unlike anything that you've ever experienced in your life. Scott, I want us to pray. I want you to pray in the time that we have left to invite the listener to either begin this journey or continue this journey and not give up, 
but for all of us to make up our minds to pursue God, to know him face to face, which is what God has desired in this series, what he's began, what his ultimate goal is, is for you to know him face to face. Scott, would you pray? Oh, this is somewhat of a sad, a sad little bit of time for me. I hate to let this series go, but we're coming to the end of this. This is this is the end. Yep. We've Charles and I have given what we feel that the Holy Ghost has given us to say. We've we've come to the end of this this little series, and now it's it's time. It's time to decide. It's it's time to answer the call or stay in the boat. That's right. And and we pray that you that are listening out there will will answer the call. You you hear Jesus. If you've listened to all these uh, podcasts on this series, The Pursuit of God, you, you heard the call through the whole thing. Jesus saying, come, come. Yep. <laughs> and I can, I can feel it now. And you, you can hear the call in your spirit. Come, come closer. Come higher. Come deeper. Come on. There's things I want to show you. There's, there's things you need to know. There's, there's things I want you to experience. Come on. Come on. Come on. You can hear that call. And and I and it's our prayer today that you just as Charles so eloquently put it, that you'll answer that. We can only take you so far. We can only point. And and that's what this pocket series has done, is is we're we're standing beside the boat, if you will, and we're pointing at Jesus out there on the water. It, it's that way. We're we're pointing it. Now you've got to take this journey. We can only take you so far. Three's a crowd. There's there's a fellowship and an intimacy. With God, He wants you to experience just you, just just Him. Right. And Charles and I have no business there. Now it's your turn, and and that's what we're praying today that you're taking away from this. It's a journey. It's it's fraught with trial. It's fraught. With, we'll be honest with you. We're honest. It's fraught with temptation. It's fraught with trial. There's there's going to be times of testing involved in this. We're honest. You're you're headed for some of that. But you're also headed for joys untold, Amen. unspeakable and full of glory. You're headed for a friend who will stick with you closer than any brother on the face of this planet. You're headed with someone who is so trustworthy, he said he won't leave you or forsake you. A friendship so close, it doesn't even, and we've tried to use the comparison here in these podcasts of a man and a woman and their intimacy in a marriage. We've tried it, but even that pales in comparison to, to the level of intimacy that God can show you. It's just the best I can use, but he's there and he's offering the call. And, and it's, it's our prayer that now comes the time to answer. Maybe there's some out there listening to us, Charles by the way, who started on this, you know, now listen, <laughs> also in this story with Peter in the boat, Peter got so far and then he started looking around at the winds and the waves while he's walking on the water and he yeah. began to think logically, boy, ain't that a bad thing? He began to go, whoa, what am I doing? What's, what's going on here? This is water. I ain't supposed to be walking on this. And he begins to sink. And we're talking to some people today also, I'm afraid, that started on this journey a while back 
Yeah. And they got fearful. They got afraid. They let the cares and the worries of this life. They let uh, the devil speak to them and say, oh, you're too old or you're in a bad place or you, you can't do these things anymore. You're in the twilight years of your life. Just settle down and have a good time. You know, go to the spiritual retirement home and walk through the halls of the Hall of Fame of your life and go. You know, I, Listen, let me let me say something for just a minute. God's not into a Hall of Fame. He don't right. want you going back through your life into the Hall of Fame and looking at your little spiritual accolades that you did 30 years ago and go, gee, no. I wish we could do that again. I got some people listening to me right now that are in that shape. You've been walking through the spiritual Hall of Fame of your life, looking at what you did in the past, saying, I wish I could go back in time. God's not in a time machine. He wants to do some new and wonderful and mighty things no. for you yeah. right now if you will let go and let him do it. I don't know who that is, but I give that to you for free. He, we're, we're speaking to some people that sunk, but God's there. Jesus yeah. is right there picking them back up out of the water, just That's like right. he did Peter. Talking yeah. to them, too. And, and I pray that you answer the call. Boy, I feel that burning in my spirit. I pray that you answer the call. And we're going to pray right here. This is it. This is the finality of this series, The Pursuit of God, A Journey Like No Other. The most important journey of your life. There is no other journey more important than this. This is it. And, and I pray that you answer this. And we're going to pray right now a special prayer. If you mean it, if you really desire it, all you've got to do is answer the call. All you got to do is say, yes, Lord, that's me. I take it. I take the journey. And we're going to pray right now. Father, we thank you for this series. Golly, Lord, this has been just a <coughs> wonderful series. I have had such a good time. So much fun in this series. I have learned so much, and we thank you, Lord, for this wonderful, wonderful series of podcasts. And, Lord, now we've come to the end of this particular journey. And, Lord, we hear you throwing out the call. Come on. I can, I can even see you out in the distance in my spiritual eye, just, just beckoning the call. And, Lord, I pray for the people on the other side of this podcast, whenever they listen to it, wherever they're at. It doesn't matter. It just matters that they answer. Lord, and I pray for them right now. I pray maybe they've never heard of this journey before. There's two classes. Maybe they've never heard of this journey before. Maybe their their local church didn't teach them that. Maybe their uh, slick-haired, shiny-shoed preacher didn't tell them that on TV. But we're here telling them right now there is a journey. It's real. And, Lord, I pray that they answer the call. I pray they have the courage, the strength to answer the call and say yes. I pray for them right now, God, that you deal with them, that you make it that you make it hot for them, that they just answer the call because that's what's most important. And, Lord, there's also a group of people out there that were walking on this journey. They were close with you. And, Lord, you miss them, don't you? Because I can sense that in the Spirit. You miss their fellowship. They used to walk this way. They used to walk on the water with you. And, and you miss them, and you want them back. And, Lord, you're also tugging at their heartstrings as well. And I pray for them right now that they wake up. I, I, I rebuke the enemy off of their minds in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the enemy that's oppressing them and, and got them lulled into a sense of comfort where they're at right now. And, and I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I pray right now that you touch them, that you come upon them right now, and that you make them realize this is not where they need to be. They've got to get back up and start moving again. And, Lord, I give you the praise and the glory right now that your spirit is going to go out and touch these people. The call that is supposed to go out to the people, they will answer. I'm just believing it. And, Lord, we thank you for this podcast. We thank you for this series. 
God, we don't know how much longer we're going to get to do this. I feel like the clock is ticking and time is ticking down that one day we're not going to be able to do this. But Lord, we've, we've done our best. Charles and I, we've done our best to try to give this message out. And now it's yours, Lord. And we, we pray that through the Holy Spirit, it goes to the people and it touches them in the name of Jesus right now and does its work. God, we trust that your word will not go out void. It will perform that thing it was sent to do and come back to you. And God, we give you praise for this series. We thank you so much for just letting us be a part of it, letting us hear it. We give you glory and praise for this as we come to the end. In Jesus' name we pray, and amen. Amen, amen. Thank you so much, Scott, for your prayer. Thank the Holy Spirit for speaking to us today. Again, Scott, it's the Holy Spirit that has brought this together. The series was his to begin with, and he's done such a wonderful job. Scott, I want to encourage each and every person to, uh, if the Lord allows, to get ready for the next series. I believe with all of my heart that the next series is going to be a stepping stone because in the pursuit of God, there is no pursuit without the Spirit. Mm. And we're going to expressly speak and teach on the person and ministry of the Holy Ghost. Uh, such a needful teaching preaching, learning experience that we all need. And if the Lord tarries, that's what's coming next. I want to thank you, Scott, for helping me on this podcast. I want to thank God in heaven for this series. I want to thank each and every listener for listening. I encourage you to use the resources that we have available for you. Uh, the links to everything that we have available will be in the show notes of this podcast of this episode things such as our facebook page instagram and twitter we also have blogs that you can read that you can share with others there is no copyright on anything we have we give we've been freely given and we freely give it to all those who are able to receive and listen it is the prayer of the key of david podcast it is the prayer of the Watchmen of All Ministries, that each and every person that has been listening to this repents for the kingdom of heaven is at hand.